This is ridiculous. I don't even want to finish this episode. I just want to talk about places we can put foreskins. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hello, welcome to Roast Mortem, a.k.a. the Eye of the Storm of Nazareth. Oh, My name is Tom. I'm Travis. Be quick, I'm your Cody for the evening. And I'm Mike. And we have a full table today. Wow, what a show do we have stacked for you, the listener. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Because when you're hearing this, Jesus was about to fall out of it the next day. Do you feel it? Do you feel the holiday spirit, Mike? You know, I didn't get any presents today. It's kind of fucked up, to be honest. Wow. I kind of feel uh, neglected. Mike didn't get any presents. I didn't get any presents today. Not even cold. It's Christmas Eve. Is the economy Eve. this bad? I thought it was Christmas Day. No, it's Christmas Eve. You're supposed to get your oh. presents tomorrow. Well, I celebrate a different Christmas. Oh, all right. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Mike, Mike, were yeah, you a... Christmas. Were you a stinky little boy when you were a kid and like tried to peep those cre- presents? Oh, yeah. I used to fucking no, uh, don't do I, that. I had guy. it down pat. I used to fucking know like all this the creaks of my stairs and shit, and I'd like I'd rip open the little piece of it, on, and then I'd turn you over the ass. Presents. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, wow. yeah like, no one likes yeah. you. Well, but but I'm, I'm a little yeah, bit, literally a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ruined the surprise. I think a little piece. Don't you ruin like, the surprise of like this like episode. Turd the next morning. When it's exactly what you wanted, and you're just like, "Mommy, I will be playing Call of Duty for the next eight hours," <laughs> and then with, like without like any surprise, you're that fucking kid. Yeah, the great pacifier. Like, my parents no lied call. to me. They fucking no calls, lied to mother. me about Christmas. That's what they get. They get I need that level shit four prestige, mother. You, Mike. You understand that every kid is lied to about Christmas. Yeah, it's exclusively. Up. Like, why do you even do it? Like, why do you even tell me as a pig person? Ah, well, Mike, that's a privilege. Hold on. You know what else <laughs> is a privilege? To know how Travis's week is. That's right. Oh, well, Tom, since I was the one that started this tradition, much like Christmas was started by Jesus when he fell out of it, I am going to switch it up, dog. I want to know, hear one of your favorite Christmas stories, like from your childhood. Oh. From my youth. Oh. Yeah, like, was there a certain Christmas that, you know, uh, something happened? Yeah, like, there was a really funny Your dad Christmas. got drunk and no, beat my you funniest, up. No, my funniest story from Christmas. <laughs> this is one of the best, okay? It's not Christmas story. It doesn't deserve a feature. But uh, my younger sister, Emily, she was given a hamster for Christmas. Okay. Oh, and um, it was very exciting. And uh, she went... Um, she went full uh, Lenny on it, and um, by Boxing Day, it had died. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, she was she was putting it in the wheel and spinning it. And, oh, man, she loved right. that hamster with such intensity, more than any honeymoon ever. Oh, loved that no. little hamster. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No, the centripetal force. Did, what was its yeah. name? Uh, it was probably something like Honeydew, because she was a child. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Emily's a murderer. Yeah, she's a murderer, and um, I don't think she's had another pet since. So, <laughs> either way, Dad is a great memory from a Christmas gift. Um, something, something great 
to arrive home to uh, after mass, the 10 o'clock mass with oh, Father yeah. Denniston telling us that our wreaths are big enough and our hearts need to be bigger. Now, Mike, uh-huh. tell me, what was your favorite Christmas? Um, that was my favorite. Can I tell you a funny story on Christmas? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I was like helping my dad clean like these like those foldable tables, mm-hmm. and uh, I had my new Christmas clothes on. And I was I was using bleach, and he's like, Mike, take those clothes off. Like you got to put normal, like put some old clothes on if you're gonna like, use bleach. Oh yeah. I was like nah, I don't want to. Like no, I'm gonna keep doing it. And like we got into an argument, and he sprayed me with the hose, and he like got me soaking wet, and my whole family was over. And I had to walk inside, and like everyone just like looked at me, and I had like crocodile tears. And <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so like uh, he just made it an issue. He was like, yeah. "We're well." I get I, I cursed. I mean, I was like, I gave him a back talk. Oh, I, I gave him back. Yeah, yeah, your dad is not open oh, to that. the sass. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah don't bleach shit in your nice clothes. clothes. It was so like all my brand new clothes just soaked me. Yeah, and, middle of winter. Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> oh, that is fun. That's a good Cody. time. Shout out what to Cody. <laughs> Milik Leaky Maka. What is what's oh, going on with you? Shit. Uh my favorite uh Christmas would be like the Christmas I got my first dog. Like you guys like remember like that little fucking like yappity Jack Russell Terrier. Mike, yeah. Mike, maybe not so much. I don't know. But yeah, it, yeah like he, his name was Bullet, and uh. we got him on Christmas. And it was like this big, like, oh my god, the first family pet ever. Did you also and, kill it the next day? Uh, no, no, <laughs> it, it survived the next day, but like, it like immediately like just deuced it like <laughs> on the spot. And uh, like we're kids, we freak out. When I say kids, I'm probably in my teenage years, but like we freak out. And my family just looks at us and is like, we've made a huge mistake. <laughs> like, God. the kids hate poop. Or the kids giggle, like, break down into a giggle fit every time it poops. This thing <laughs> poops. Why did, we, why did we hex our family like this? So, like, it was just an extra stressful time every time it, like, dumped indoors. Even though, <laughs> like, it's supposed to be a puppy. And like, did your dad on it, but like not being like stressed on it. Did your dad like buy it a week before and box it up and like just like keep it in the box (laughs) and then (laughs) feed feed food through like a hole in the box. And so it was full of shit. And when you opened it, the thing is, like, we felt really bad about it. But like we found out after we got him that he was like a kennel puppy dog. Uh. It's just like son of a bitch. We like. Gave money to like half a crook, but in doing so, like we did save his life because like he wasn't puppy got, food later. When we got him, yeah, when we got him, he had to shake off like a huge case of kennel cough, and uh, we, you know, found out it's like, oh shit, we got wow. him from someone we from an illicit handler of puppies. Oh, my my favorite Christmas story also involves a dog. So I used to go to my great aunt Goldie's house. On Christmas Day, she yeah. lives in Garfield, New Jersey, and she hey. this, she's she never had kids. She had this like smokers cough oh, like God. voice, like oh yeah, yeah truck driver, a real uh, East Coast uh, elite. Yeah, <laughs> well, she was lo- fucking loaded. She was just this loaded old. She elite. always used to, she bought me like video games, which is something I never got from anybody else. Like, oh, video games from Aunt Coley. 
But anyway, awesome. uh, she used to, uh, probably the fascination why I have with shrimp, because she's always had shrimp out. And I remember all the family got there, and she's like, I bought this pate. You guys are going to love it. And they're like, I'm eating shrimp. I'm like, I don't even know what pate is. And we all go into the back room, and her standard poodle, uh, like this huge poodle, not a small poodle, is like muzzle deep in this pate. And it just like, when everyone walks in, it lifts its head, and it just got meat paste all over its snout. <laughs> just like, Bleh! Dude, that's like and, a little Cthulhu. Yeah, and, and Goldie, who, you know, she was loaded, but she still like was frugal. She's like, ah, it's still good. And she's like, tried to scoop it back into like a little pile. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Nasty. That's fantastic. And everyone was like, nah, we're good. Damn. Pate. <laughs> well, I think that does reflect on uh, Christmas in general, how it is full of lack of priorities <laughs> as animals uh, don't deserve anything, and we seem to give them the world. Now, let's roll into the important question here. Who is on the chopping block? Why oh. do I care? And uh, is Jesus holy? Trick question, yes. Dooley. Trick question, no, he wasn't since birth. But we will get into that in a little bit. Uh, okay, so this wasn't a planned Christmas special. I was actually researching this one person. It just so happened that this is going to be a two for episode. Whoa. Um, kind of. So our main subject, uh, I'll tell you about. You probably don't know who this person is, Agnes Blanbecken. Um, and as we know, it's kind of hard to find historical crazy females to roast because, you know, history doesn't really tell a lot about women. We no, they're not interested. So they're <laughs> especially when it comes to women born before the 19th century, when when women were basically just treated as a walking crane game at your local bowling alley, but instead of money, you dumped cum into them, and it shot out a plush baby. Oh, uh, uh, why is it plush? Because it's a baby. It's squishy. Oh, back in the day, it sounded pretty sweet. Mike, you're into that. You would say something like that. <laughs> you, you actually thought I was serious when I said women aren't interesting. I also thought I was serious. Continue. Well, boys, I found a good one, as I mentioned. A Agnes Blanbecken. I first found out about her through the Twitter account Whores of Yore, which is a fantastic account. I post all this, like, old porn and shit. Great. <laughs> um, but wow. I saw this post with her, and I was like, I need to research this bitch. But unfortunately for me, there was only one source on her, and it was a primary source. Mm -hmm. So, Yes. Um, so in order to make this episode whole, we are going to have another special guest pop in a little later in the show. What is, uh, what, what's happening? Who's calling in? <laughs> Alex Trebek died already. That Maybe. fell through. That fell through. Yeah. <laughs> We're not having him on the show anymore. Sorry for all the promises that we've we had. Don't get a refund. I want. And now he's, he's just doing Final show. Jeopardy yeah. forever. Oh, yeah, we had him lined up to come oh, on the show. Oh, that, that sounds incredibly stressful and <laughs> yeah, irritating that's crazy. to do that's forever. Fucking sucks that he's dead. Well, we were going to do the whole show in questions. So this primary source was written by an anonymous confessor. It was basically this dude that went by the name of Ern Ernmenrich. Ernmenrich? German name. Ernmenrich. Okay. Um, everything we know about this woman and her life, uh, which took place in the 13th century, Damn. was written down by this dude. How's he know? Is he there? Because she was telling him about uh, her life. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good reference. Yeah, okay. That's good. <laughs> um, and why did this dude record everything about this woman? Because she was fucking weird. Very weird. <laughs> hmm. So Agnes Blandbecken was born probably around 1244 in Blambach, Austria, to a peasant family. Oh. Okay. Peasant family. Austria. Poor. Yeah. Poor. Poor. <laughs> poor. Very peasant. poor. Peasant. Poor. Check. Poor. Poor. Yeah. Peasant pheasant. And you're like, all right, what is there to do in the 13th century in Austria, especially if you're poor, and extra especially if you're a woman? Um, not much. I mean, you know when you step in dog shit when you're, like, taking a walk? Yeah. And it's, I, uh, yeah. And it's like an annoying task of trying to just scrape oh, off that yeah. high-protein dump out of the soles of your shoe. I hate that. Okay, so bridges what are you, are you the inconsiderate asshole that just, like... Taints the entire neighborhood by just like, like dragging your foot and then just scraping it for like a quarter mile. Or do you pull over and like actually like address it the best you can and then walk it off? See, I get the twig and like a hose as soon Smart. as possible. Yeah, I throw out the shoes. Throw them out. I don't. Know, I have too much pride. It's it's sickening. Actually, it's going to kill me. Scrape it out of the. No, bridges. I don't want. I don't want to look at that brown. Um, <laughs> you're, a little, you're a little whiff and you're doing it. No, yeah. it's not happening. I'm just throwing them out, and then I'm gonna get new Velcro. Were there brand new, like brand new shoes? And you step in some new Jordans, dog shit. Yeah, new Jordan. Well, you guys know me. If I have new Jordans, what I'm gonna do is sell them on eBay, uh, <laughs> owned by owned by someone that I will label dog shit. I don't know. Uh, Dennis Rodman yeah, used to own these. Oh, and uh, you're stepping in as much dog shit as you want, barefoot. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's continue. Right this right. this analogy you were no. making. Um, yeah. So if you're not if you're not a rich person like Tom who just throws out his Jordans and buys new ones, <laughs> love Jordans, and, and you're like somebody a normal person, you're inconvenienced. You have to scrape out all that duty yep. out of those creases. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what you did in the 13th century. That's uh, just your life. Yeah, you time just, back then. You know, farming, scraping duty. Every step you, outside is yeah. you ruining your Jordans, i.e. Yeah. your life. Yeah, they didn't have sidewalks. You just have yeah. one jo you have Jordans, and then you have the poopy shoes. Yeah. That's you just it. don't mix them up ever. No, and they're both covered in shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> they are, because you're in 1300s Austria. Continue, Travis. Tell me more. Yeah. The only fun thing you had in life... And I put that in, you know, little quotes. Was going to church. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much your only, when you're not picking dog shit out of the soles of your shoes, you're going to church. That sucks. Now, we're dealing with the 1200s here. So this is like Hogwarts Christianity of the Catholic Church. Real cult. Right. We're talking about relics. We're talking about visions and miracles. Wizards and shit. But don't call them spells, magic, or sorcery because... You'll have crispy skin as they will burn you on the stake. Oh, fuck. Oh. Just call it what it is. Miracles and prayer. Magnets. How Chant. did you not know that these aren't really working? This is Satan. He's got to read from that <laughs> book some more, Tom. <sighs> Gonna have to burn you, dude. <laughs> Damn it. You're a nice so guy. So young, young Agnes was all about the church. She was a devout Christian. At about the age of seven or eight, she started to secretly give her food to poor people. Oh, that's now, nice you might, yeah, that's sweet, right? Oh, well, what's in the food? What is the food? Is it babies? Everyone's an asshole if it's babies. 
No, but so here's the thing is Agnes was also very poor. So she's giving her food that her like, you know, you had to like work for every meal you put on the table. And she's right. like, oh, yeah, take my food. I'm sure her dad was fucking pissed. Like, what are you doing with that? I work so hard. Some I'm from Austria. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like an eating disorder. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. She's plagued by teenagerisms. A lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Gotta look good for God. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for God. Around the eight. That's why bulimia was invented. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off again. <laughs> yeah, by Cheryl bulimia. Yeah. <laughs> Around the age of fifteen, Agnes joined the Third Order of Saint Francis in Vienna. Now, Fancy. this was something I didn't realize, but not everyone could become a monk or a nun. Like I thought, if you wanted to become a, like if you're crazy enough. Anyone could just be a monk or a nun. Yeah, like Mike. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta probably just be quiet, right? It's fucking <laughs> no argument there. Yeah. I think yeah. it's spot on. Yeah, yeah, that's in the job description. A plus so far, Mike. Yeah, fucking, Mike. All be, you gotta you'll be a monk. Vow of silence. Yeah, all you, you gotta do is shave a hole on your head and I'll stop smoking weed. You'll be a be a monk. Right, if you well, don't say anything they... during the interview, you get the job automatically. I mean, I like the cut of like your food, and they give you a bit, place to sleep, probably too. <laughs> yeah. See, so uh, you, no, uh, that's not. So I always thought, yeah, everyone could be a nun, but apparently that's not the case. If you were a nun or a monk, you were of the wealthy nobility class, and you you were given the honor to seal up your cum holes with hot glue guns. Ooh, you were given wow. the honor to do that. Oh, they actually did that. Yeah, they would like do something to prevent like that shit from happening. Well, well, no, it was just it was just a guy <laughs> named Henry who used to put hot wax in his mouth and spit it on your butthole. <laughs> you won't be needing this. Back in the day, it was nuts. Oh, oh, holy, holy! That's what you get for not having TV back then. You yeah, do shit like that. So I didn't know uh, that uh, I, either, Travis. Um, but it does ring a bell. Maybe I did know this from my vast <laughs> readings. Uh, it does make sense, though, because why would they offer a roof over everyone's head? You right? To, Everyone. You, you have to come from some family line that they're trying to preserve. And when I mean they, it's the church. And when I say the church, it's the state. And when I say the state, I mean it's God. God. Oh, my God. And just to correct you, Mike, it's it's not actual physical thing. It's Jesus. Uh, he reaches his ghost finger down over your pee-pee hole. So when you're going to come, it just doesn't go anywhere. Oh, it's, so a, word, it's, it's the hand of Christ, oh, the finger of Christ. He no, sounds a finger. It hurts uh, a lot. It's not like a. It's not a condom. Jesus is not gobbling your cum, Mike. <laughs> he is preventing it. I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was the Holy He's Ghost. He's backhanding it out. back up your urethra where it belongs. You filthy animal. Yeah, it's it goes in there or to get lodged in your penis, and eventually your dick just looks like an an upside down Hershey's kiss, but instead of chocolate, it's cum. <laughs> That actually sounds pretty interesting. It's worth it. All right, Mike's into it. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was terrible. So this third order of St. Francis that Agnes joins was basically only for commoners. So the way it worked was the first order of monks or like the clergy, I guess you'd call it. Uh, The first order was monks because God likes dick the most. Yes. Second order was nuns because they're from the ribs of the guys with nuts. Nutty and the business. third order were common people because no one likes them. 
I, I agree. That's Mike, us. I agree. Stop shaking your head so vigorously. <laughs> We're common people, though, all right? Fuck the common man. Now, the Third Order wasn't given the same privileges that monks and nuns got. They didn't get to wear the sweet robes or the habits, and they weren't taught how to read and write. Like, nuns, like basically the only uh, people in that the civilization knew how to read and write were monks and nuns. But not these third order people. They're like, they're too poor to understand words. Just milking cows and shit, probably. That's all you need to know. Yep. Just they were also. There. Holy cow. <laughs> they were also not permitted to sing in church because no one wants to hear poor people sing. Uh. Uh, but they did get the whole monastery living experience. Uh, you know, we'll throw you a bone for that, right? That's kind of thing- like going to eat at the Rainforest Cafe. You're not one of the animals. But you get no, to see how no. they live for a little bit. <laughs> Just yeah. a little bit. Those orangutans stuffing their face with uh, fettuccine Alfredo. This <laughs> oh, <laughs> is no. like their natural habitat. It's <laughs> under its eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean these things are in danger? <laughs> see, I mean, the mozzarella sticks this guy's eating. <laughs> Ridiculous. How can something endangered inhale that many sampler platters that quickly? Oh, it doesn't still be endangered. It's I made an alpha a, animal. I connected two dots in my head, and you're never going to unconnect them. Now, when I say monasteries, I'm not talking these like cool monasteries you see, right? Like the castles and shit. No, these third order were more like just roommates. You know, they just kind of lived under the same house. Right? It's fine. Sleepover. Still, still cheap. Yeah. Now, third order chicks were called anchoresses, like an anchor in the ocean, mm. and baroness, anchoress. So what they do with those? Um, yeah. So they were like all lived in this flat called the Benguinage. <laughs> yeah, they lived in this Benguinage, the anchoresses. Okay. Benguinage. Now, when Agnes joined this, she took her vows as you would if you became a monk or a nun. But she doubled down and said, I am refusing to eat meat for the rest of my life because she claimed that the body of Christ, the Eucharist, was all the meat she needed. That's not how that works. <sighs> Probably tastes different back then does it, than it does now. That old meat? The true bark of Christ? Yeah, when you eat that shit now, it just tastes like cardboard. I can't wait for yeah. a future in which every time someone goes up to, to get the Eucharist, they sing the, the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Yeah, my, that, like, that used ooh, to be a thick-ass yeah, piece of Oscar jerky Meyer back in the day. <laughs> really? But now, yeah, the, the church cut costs, and it's just like this fucking, like, you know, like, what do you want to call the Eucharist today? It's a Wonder uh, Bread joke. Save There's the a saltines. Joke there somewhere. I don't know. That yeah, sounds save better. the saltines. We'll call the 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 bread paper some well, cube steak maybe today. Well, to be fair, okay, hold on. Let's let's. I don't want to harp too much on this. Obviously, we know what she's talking about. She's showing how devout she is. All that stuff. Yeah, but do you think that was? Um, I ain't gonna suck no dick. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, also, if it sounded sexual to you, and taking Christ's meat, and that's all the meat she needs. Okay. Just, just you wait. Just All you right, wait, so it goes my both friend. ways, with nutrient and satisfaction. Yes. And holiness. So Agnes pretty much starved herself for about 30 years, fasting oh. almost every day except for Sunday, when she could have her fill of Christ skin. Ew. <laughs> Thank you for labeling it that. No. <laughs> Did she just eat that shit? Like Eucharist? 
Well, she'd eat Eucharist and bread and water. That's pretty much it. She must have been so annoying to be with. Like all the other uh, anchoresses being like, okay, this is our life now. We clean up vomit and uh, wipe down pews for a living. And this one's over here going, I don't even want the food you guys serve because I'm fucking holy as shit. That's got to be annoying. So I don't yeah. like this bitch already. Terrible woman. At the, at the same time, she's like, I need you to bake like an extra six dozen like Eucharist loaf just for me so I don't starve. Right. Yeah. Right. We, we only asked you to read Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe for your report, not the goddamn Chronicles of Narnia. Okay? <laughs> Stop it. Wow. You're making us look bad. <laughs> I want some loaves of Christ. So, all right, this is a great segue here, guys. So there's no pictures of this woman. Um, But there's one picture that's like most... If you look her name up online... a drawing or something? You're going to see multiple people or multiple postings of this like really sexy nympho nun with like her tit out like licking a picture of... Or licking a crucifix of Jesus. Uh, All right, spell her name. I have to know this for research. Agnes Sounds familiar. Agnes Blan B L A N N B E K N. You got it. Got it. Thank you. Wait, where is it? On the left. Oh yeah. Well, that That's is her I'm licking Jesus's knees. Very sexy. Oh, that look at that boob out. Yeah. Oh, All right. Boob. So take us through this picture, Travis. Why is she in mummy cosplay, <laughs> um, licking Jesus's knees? <laughs> well, we will find out, and this will probably be our album art or our episode art, so you'll see yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. We release albums every albums. week. I'm into that. <laughs> Let's no longer call them episodes. Albums. Yeah. <laughs> it's a talkie album. We're just like Richard Pryor. <laughs> I want to be Dan Carlin for Halloween. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll probably see this picture by looking at the album art. And this is the picture that's kind of most associated when you, people post pictures of Agnes. But as you read about her, as I read and I, am, and I was reading her stories, I imagined something far darker and scarier. Um, like, as fun as it is to imagine her as a sexy nympho, like, I'm going to relate kind of to in nerd terms um, with video games here, but I kind of grew a picture of this woman as something straight out of... Bloodborne or the Ooh. indie game Blasphemous. Like just this ah. like like rags, skinny, fucking disgusting, didn't bathe, like uh, you know. Right. Like, gross. Yeah. like um like Mother Teresa and Whiteface. Yeah. If Mother Teresa was in a black metal band. Awesome. <laughs> Lots of fun. Yeah. But I want you guys to make up your own mind, and you can tell me at the end of the episode if you think this was a hot, sexy nympho nun or a beast creature. She'd probably be mad skinny, though. Like, skin and bones. Oh, yeah, because she had those perfectly healthy eating issues. Now, (laughs) Travis, tell us more about this lady. All right, so every day Agnes would walk to church, or churches. She had a habit of sermon hopping, because she just couldn't get enough of one church. A cool kid. Yeah. So she'd walk past this one merchant shop and bow to the basement window. Now, people in Vienna started noticing her doing this and started to joke about it or were just creeped out. Like, why is she just bowing to this basement window? It's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, she never really explained why she was bowing to the basement window, but she did it for years. Just every day, every day. Like, huh? <laughs> right in front of the basement good. window. All right. That was her That's spot. Horrible. So eventually a scandal broke out amongst the clergy, and it seemed in Vienna, and it seemed that some of the Eucharist had been stolen. Oh no, the wafers. Well, They're gone. Maybe it's the hungry bitch. Could be. <laughs> so wouldn't you know it, they found a witch in the basement of the shop that Agnes had been bowing in front of, who had been stealing the Eucharist and stashing some of it in a wine vessel. So I don't know what a witch does with Jesus pork rinds, but yeah, she was basically bowing to the Eucharist that this witch had stolen. Freaky. A real witch? You know, yeah, like a real Halloween. Yeah. What that's that's not candy. That's not candy at all. That's the body of Christ. What it is is I mean Cody, I think you mentioned it before. It had to have tasted so much better back then. Yeah. Because if you have this stuff recently, I go up there as a joke sometimes. I <laughs> The economy yeah, bottomed the, out. I'm a little hungry. Um, it's gross. Yeah, it tastes like cardboard. It used to have like the orange Cheeto dust on it and be good. Yeah, now that like oh, they got cheap. Yeah, no frosting on top, no Jesus jizz, no nothing. Mm. <laughs> so, if you thought it was weird that Agnes was bowing to this like witch stolen Eucharist thing, Agnes had a thing for the Eucharist, kind of like uh, oral fixation, if oh. you can call it that. Yeah. Fingers okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, maybe it was possibly because she was starving herself, and the only time she could eat is when she ate this Eucharist on Sunday. Um, when she ate the Eucharist, she would go into this state of ecstasy and have these crazy acid trip visions. Whoa. So she's kind of just like starving, and then she eats a little wafer and fucking trips the fuck out. Okay. I gotta try that. Great. Yeah, no, me too. I should not eat anymore. You know, also, yeah, let's church next Sunday. I, we're just... gonna eat these burritos after the show. Last food. Yeah. Next week we'll meet up. We'll trip out at church. Ten a.m. St. Pat's <laughs> or St. Aidan's. Where do you want to go? No, wherever you want to go. All right, let's go St. Aidan's. That's like halfway. <laughs> oh yeah. The cool. people people watching her would see her writhing around, touching herself, talking to herself, <laughs> and somehow they just completely ignored her. I don't know, just some fucking crazy lady in the pews screaming and rubbing herself. The guys didn't good. ignore her, that's for sure. They t- <laughs> that was in the wank bank. They're like, oh, God, I wish my dick was as hot <laughs> as that fucking bread was. <laughs> now, I mentioned ecstasy, right? It, it is my belief, and I shared by a few other people, that when she was scarfing down these wafers, she started to finger blast herself in the pews. Ah. Now, now I, I know you're like, Travis, 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 you always turn everything sexual. But there's a whole chapter about how the host started to touch her with four fingers. And she describes each finger entering her and like the immense ecstasy and pleasure. Oh, wow. She's getting... Spocker. Yeah, doing the spocker on herself. Four fingers. Congratulations to anyone who does that regularly. <laughs> like a movie cut thing. Yeah. Oh, no. well, now, yeah. we will talk about some of the more bizarre hallucinations um, that she was having while she was squirting all over those kneeling plaid- pads in the pew. Okay. But like let's first talk about the big one. If you know anything about her, it's the elephant in the room about... Agnes Blenbecken. 
Agnes believed that when she was receiving the Eucharist, she was not only receiving the flesh of Christ, but specifically his foreskin. Oh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah, that's the <laughs> Christmas theme. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Agnes huh. was gnawing on Jesus's foreskin gnawing. every Sunday. Must have been really good if she's tripping out. Yeah, it's like a dog when you give him a pig ear, you know? She claimed to have swallowed it hundreds or thousands of times. I think, went any, on t- I think that anyone who eats Funyuns regularly can make the same claim. <laughs> I love Funyuns. Me too. I've, I'll claim that. Yeah, I put some foreskin Funyuns in my mouth. Yeah. They even have flaming hot ones. Jesus oh, liked those are it. Good, yeah. Spicy. Wow. She explained that when the wafer was placed on her tongue, uh, her mouth would feel the texture of the skin of an egg on her tongue. All right, now we know she's lying, because, I mean, I'm going to pretend that I haven't had a dick in my mouth before and say, there's no way a dick tastes like an egg. (laughs) Well, you know what, like, you know when you're peeling hard-boiled eggs and it has that, like, weird skin in between the, the shell? And the hard-boiled egg? Oh, that part of the egg. Yeah, no. Dick's That's what I was imagining. Yeah, no. Dick, with Dick's the skin. Yeah, uh. I know. Not from experience, but they definitely have that. <laughs> yeah. I have to take back what I said. <laughs> <laughs> she said that it tasted sweet. Um, sometimes she said she would hold it in her mouth, and it would shoot down her throat all on, her, all on its own and fill her. Ooh. Some good Eucharist. That's like Japanese <laughs> Eucharist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it turned into an eel, and it was squirmed out of all of the holes she had. Oh. Very good, sir. Oh my god, she believed that this was God's special gift to exclusively her, putting this foreskin in her mouth. I guess oh. it was pretty personal, like one on one. Go on, go on. No, I think that's all we need, really. No, 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 Travis. So, you see, sucking J.C.'s foreskin was not something the church really condoned, but the whole idea of the foreskin of Jesus is something that has existed since the creation of the Catholic Church. You said J.C., and I thought Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie Chan's foreskin. More miracles, less praise. Strong. In fact, January 1st, New Year's Day, is the day of the circumcision in the Catholic Church. Ow. Which is something that used to be widely celebrated throughout the Roman Catholic Church, but now it's kind of not so much. Well, are you, what do you want, a response from me? I don't know, Tom, you saw nuns and monks more than I did. I don't know, I just got a lot lot of um, stairs stairs right there. You're like, Tom, what is it? Okay, I get it, I talk too much. (laughs) So because it's Jesus' birthday tomorrow... Let us put a pin in Agnes for now, and we are going to get the closest we will ever get to roasting Jesus himself by roasting his foreskin. Okay. Sure. Let's see. um, This is terrible. I'm excited (laughs) to see what you've written down in your little pad there. This foreskin was a bad person? Foreskin was a terrible person. Jesus foreskin. Ugh. So the, if you think I'm just going to talk about Justice Force, this is a s- story that goes centuries, millennia, and has uh, crime in it, uh, war. It's pretty f- amazing. So if you are Jewish or American, 
which Jesus was obviously both. Uh, a few days after you were born, some dude chops off the hood of your dick in some form of accepted uh, genitalia mutilation. That's just what happens. I'm fine. This with looks it. better. I like how you call it hood. <laughs> it is a hood. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, it looks yeah, like Mike. it looks like your beanie you had on before, before they well, chop it off. I gave it. Yeah, I chopped my fucking dick off before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeps us grounded. Humble. You're not that important. All the presidents, they really had their foreskin left. That's how they were able to get there. Is that what separates? John us? Kerry d- ha- didn't have a foreskin. That's why he didn't get it. <laughs> so there's no real purpose to this. It's not cleaner or whatever. It actually could be really damaging to a child. <laughs> All right, Travis, I get it. You're mad. Yeah, I want it back, dude. I want that. I want my dick to look like an anteater's mouth. <laughs> yeah, me too. I kind of are I'm you upset about? Actually, I don't know. Maybe it's good for the keeps it clean, right? Having it's not it good for anything. Nothing is good at all. Um, I thought I kept having, it clean. Uh, having a penis and not having a penis at all. I don't know the difference. All right, uh, Travis. <laughs> so in the Jews, yeah, in the Jewish religion, usually the rabbi pumpkin carves up the tip, sucks the baby's dick. Whoa. It, hopefully, this rabbi doesn't have herpes, which has happened before. Where now that yeah. child has herpes for the rest of its life. Well, he's also then, not a virgin. Yeah, yeah, mouth right? virgin. I don't know. But that's a d- different debate. Um, thank you for informing us. <laughs> so then they take the foreskin and they bury it. It's like what? Well, yeah, time I don't capsule. Know. They dig it up later. <laughs> it's a magic <laughs> trick. Dig it up later. Become a new man. Strap it around. Go. It's hey, I'm I'm 25 again. Some aged foreskin tastes pretty good, probably. It's like kimchi. It's like the Jewish kimchi. Wow. We're really <laughs> learning a lot. <laughs> so in the case of Jesus, well, he's the son of God. You're not going to just throw that dick tip out into the woods for the cats to eat it. You need to keep that shit because, um, you know, he's the son of God, dude. Keep it as you have what? They don't. I don't know. It's good luck. Every, every woman named Mary thinks their kid is the son of God, okay? <laughs> right. So you need a souvenir. This is his dick is going to be in so many vaginas in the future. I want it this piece of it. Great. I can see that. Souvenir. Like collector's item. Yeah, like a rare Pokémon card. They yeah, put it in a little glass uh trading Sleep. card slot thing. <laughs> yeah. What's Pokemon? Well, that's what they That's what they did, Mike. That's what they did. They placed the foreskin in a little glass jar with oil and preserved it. Yeah. Um, good oh. stuff. They originally, on the 1st of January, uh, the week after, week or two after Jesus was born, this circumcision happened in a cave, and they put that foreskin in the oil, and some woman took it and kept it safe. They Thank just said God. some woman came. Uh, this is mine bank. now. Keep uh, it safe. Oh, that's Dolores. Uh, she came by to keep that safe. Also, she's got a penchant for calamari. Have I told you that? <laughs> no. Undercooked. Oh, God, Dolores, no! It's not calamari. It never was calamari. She's eating the cave penises. <laughs> cave penises. I mean, they're already uh, oil, so they might as well just fry the them up. Clearly labeled yeah. cave penises. She's like, I cook a nice calamari for you. I know, Reed. You eat very good. They're from the ocean of the cave. Cave ocean. It's the cave ocean. I put yeah. a little salt. The oil is fantastic. Cave oh, my lovely calamari. <laughs> okay. So, 
after Jesus was made into a Roman billboard, a whole cult started around him. And the foreskin became a relic, a very important relic. So if you don't know what a relic is, it's an object or a body part, such as a bone, uh, whatever, whatever it's it anything is. holy. Whatever. Anything holy um, that spoke. has religious significant importance and it attached to a person. Gotcha. Right? So there are loads of saints' relics. Uh, in yeah, fact, yeah, when you yeah. become a saint, they dig up your body, cut it into pieces, where they sell it in the Vatican gift shop or something. Who doesn't want Ooh. that? Right? That's not even a joke. They dig up your body and lop you into little tiny bits and then, like, distribute it to, like, I, holy places. I know, but, like, people, you know, people are like, oh, I want a legacy. I want people to re- remember me. It's like, well, that's that's how you're going to do it. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna get chopped up and distributed amongst uh, people who are hungry, perhaps for calamari, and they're not going to eat it. In that moment, they're going to save it. They're going to leave it in the kitchen sink and forget about it. Forget about it, actually. (laughs) So I take back everything I just said. So there are relics from Jesus. There's the Spear of Destiny, which was the lance that pierced his side while he was on the cross. There's some scraps of clothes. Oh, really? Um, A whole bunch of, yeah, a whole bunch of things that are relics of Jesus himself. But the thing about relics, um, is that the church is very strict about not letting them be radiocarbon dated or any scientific testing to validate them. Oh, that's lame. And there's a lot of duplicates as well. Right. (laughs) You know, St. Francis, he have a five legs. I got got four of them. There's one in the museum. left. I sell you one. I got too many St. Francis legs. Okay, you take one leg. I give you I give you a femur for free, and uh, a free Maximilian Colby, you get him for free too. You will take the whole damn body. You got any s- signatured ones? I got a sign. Yeah, I got signed balls. I got Saint Quintuplet. Yeah. There's there's a lot of them. This, I got fifty What's bodies. What's the resale value on this guy? This very high net later. Yeah. Right now, pretty cheap for you. I might have okay, I sell them to run. you real nice. Okay, Ma, shut yeah. up! I'm making a deal yeah. with the Saint's bodies. You gotta throw something else in for me. <laughs> I know do sex. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just take the, the thing. Just take the body. You can do whatever you want. You can have a sex with bones. Okay, yeah, so it. let's pretend that, for a second, that all these relics are real. All right, let's just pretend. Ooh. They're not. I don't need to pretend. Right. You can't so, fuck with my faith. <laughs> so sure, you got Jesus' old cum rag. Cool. But... The foreskin of Jesus is an actual living, like, part of a living God, right? Like, there's no, like, Jesus's thumb. Like, it's, this is a part of the God, right? Okay, so here, I'm going to stop you now. No Italian accents that turn into Japanese. <laughs> oh, real, real talk. Jesus is not God. Well, he he's ne- the son of God. He's the son of God. Yeah, but the Holy Trinity, they're all gods. No, he's not like Hercules where he's half god because Zeus done <laughs> fucked a normal. He's just the <laughs> son of God. He's a, a human normal. being who happens to know God's phone number. That's it. Do you think God even has a phone number? He probably has a pager, dude. He doesn't want his shit blown up. Well, he has God's secretary's phone number, which right. she is dying for some action, by the way. Is that St. Peter uh, in drag? 
Yeah, it's Saint Saint Petra. Patricia. <laughs> Saint Patricia. Do you think if you find this, you think this this foreskin still around? This Jesus it's definitely around. Foreskin, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Mike. We're going to go through the whole history you of this foreskin. Superpowers, something like that. Walk through walls and shit. So, like I said, like most relics, there have been a lot of different knocks, knockoffs of the foreskin <laughs> or the holy prepus, which is what it, another name for it. Ooh. So is that the Holy but Grail? I, is that what the Holy Grail means? The Holy Foreskin? No, no. The Holy Foreskin is the koozie for the Holy Grail. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wraps around, wrap around. Yeah. 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 Right. You wrap it around. You go, ah, my hand's not as cold, and my wine is the room temperature I prefer it to be. <laughs> so I want to walk you through the most credible of sto- um, Foreskin stories, right? Ah. <laughs> Firsthand? Of course you'd be doing this to us. Firsthand yes. foreskin. Or fourthhand foreskin. So it starts with none other than King Charlemagne of France, the first Holy Roman Emperor. Um, so he took a little visit to Jerusalem in 1799. I'm sure he killed a bunch of Muslims on the way, but that's a story for another day. So uh, he's praying in some church. All of a sudden, he blacks out. And he wakes up, and there's a little ghost boy and he's like, yo, Charlemagne, wake up. I'm Jesus. You see that cross-shaped <laughs> box in front of you? It's got my, the tip of my dick in it. And Charlemagne opens it up, and there's a little penis hood. And he's like, sweet, dude. And then he like goes back to France. So he, t- he took it? Sweet. So he just had it. You, uh, you think the little ghost did it in front of him? Was just like, I'm a ghost. I can do whatever I want with my body. He just stretches it out. <laughs> Takes out the gardening Scow! shears. That's for you, buddy. I can regenerate as many of those as I want. <laughs> yeah. So Charlemagne's all like, fuck yeah, and he goes back to France with his little fucking skin, little skin uh, little che- piece of gum. Out. How was yeah. your time uh, traveling? Welcome back to France, sir. Uh, did you get any nice souvenirs? Uh-huh. Anything to declare? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this, uh, you know, I, I, I found a... Uh, uh, a necklace with a feather on it. Uh, I thought that was pretty neat. I got a cup. Oh, look at that. It's got, and uh, also I got this neat little flesh pinky ring that I think I'll be donning. <laughs> that was a piece of beef jerky. Yeah. It it's is, a smelly it's, mood ring. It's very fun. I, I'm not sure if I found this in the church or the spirit Halloween store. I keep forgetting, <laughs> but uh, either way, I had to bring it home. So a it? year later, Pope Leo Third shows up on Charlemagne's stoop, and he's like, dude, you gotta help me. There's a bunch of guys in Rome. They tried to pull my eyes out and tear my tongue out. Holy balls. But I got away, and now I'm in France. And I need your help. You gotta go march an army on Rome. Please. He's like, if you do that, I'm gonna make you the first ever Holy Roman Emperor. It's like a new job title, dude. I'll make you it. Hey, moving up in the world. <laughs> I want to say you're the man now. Yeah. Don't you don't you love when your your friends are uh telling you about their new job and they they say how they uh they created a role for me because I was so vital. Uh they didn't want to let me go, so they it's like you you got sacked, my friend. You got put into <laughs> a position where you can never get a raise ever. Yeah. No, there's nothing above Holy Roman Emperor, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, no. Whatever his fine. wages are, it's fixed. That's a pretty cool title. He, Holy Roman Empire. You know, uh, warehouse worker, Holy Roman Empire. There's only like three or four steps between that, Mike. I think you, you can be so. there one I think day. I'm climbing the ladder of success. I think. You, well, you yeah. have the guts 
And that's what it some. takes. You think I have the foreskin? <laughs> you have the foreskin. To fo- I, I see a foreshadow of success regarding <laughs> your foreskin. That makes me feel good about myself. You should feel good about yourself. So on Christmas Day uh, in the year 800 AD, which was 1,220 years ago tomorrow. Ooh. Really? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Long time ago. Charlemagne sacks Rome. And restores Pope Leo the Third to power, and there we go. Charlemagne becomes the Holy Roman Emperor. Yay him! Uh, before he goes back to France, he's like, "Yo, Popey, I uh, got this oh. foreskin. I've been carrying it while while, while I've been fighting these guys. <laughs> Why is it in a Starbucks <laughs> napkin?" <laughs> he's like, "Yo, Pope, you want hey, this? I've been using it as a mouthpiece." <laughs> Gets rough out there on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah, so he's oh, like, fuck. he's like, yo, Pope, you want this foreskin? I just got it. He like reaches in, like receipts in his pocket, right? It's like, ah, oh, that's great. Uh, and Pope Leo is like, fuck yeah. So he takes it. Um, hey, <clears throat> well, I would take it too. You know, like maybe, Jesus, maybe with gloves jar? on. Yeah. <laughs> So right. now the the little tip of Jesus's skin flute lived in the Vatican for a long time, and it lived with a whole bunch of other relics in the Sanctus Sanatorium. That's still there around today. You can go there, take a look at it. But that's not where our story ends, because the foreskin's not there today. What happened to it? Nicholas Cage took it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a national treasure. I don't know if everyone uh, knows about it. It's not. I think it is. I think it is too. I think we're on the same page. I think Nick. I think Nick Cage definitely took it. I think he had it in his pocket when he was uh, when he punched that woman in the face in Wicker Man. I think so. That's why she fell so hard. (laughs) Christ compels you to the floor, bitch. The foreskin was given to the Pope in 800, and we're gonna flash forward all the way to 1527. A bunch, of, a bunch of nasty Germans, Lutherans to be precise, a bunch uh, of fucking Protestants. Bunch of bu- uh, a few fucking poop shooters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking poop shooters. Bunch of poop shooters walking in going, we also want to know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1527, they sacked Rome. They looted and stole the va- stuff from the Vatican. And some German foreskin was in this Sanctus Sanatorium. He's like, is that a foreskin I see? Let me just go over here. Oh, God. You know, they just keep the calamari laying out like this. Yeah, there's I, no way. There's no sauce, though. The fuck? immediately know a foreskin what if I ever saw one. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? It's one of those things you're not visually prepared. To, like, I don't know what that looks like off of the body and not in textbook form. Right. I would never call it that. Well, he wants to start some fusion thing, like German calamari, right? Get back to Berlin, German German calamari. It's called Black Forest calamari, okay? (laughs) And it's smoked, and it's pink, and everyone likes it. (laughs) So this German guy takes the foreskin, and he's on his trip back to Germany. Unfortunately for this German dude, he gets captured in in Vereca, Calcutta. Which is just oh. north of Rome. He didn't get very far. It's only like, I don't know, 20 miles or so north of Rome. You take my skin. Who said that? You take my skin. I may give, I trade you my mother's sauce for your skin. 
She make us so much sauce, you could take a 10. I don't care. So the German was held captive in a cave where he had stashed, where he stashed the foreskin. (laughs) Yeah. This cave, uh, excuse me, this skin is trying to get in. That's some old skin. You know what I imagine him doing? Like he goes to like the prison bench that's held up with chains and amongst all the chewing gum stuck to the bottom of that bench. (laughs) He just sneaks. I hate that. The foreskin in. Oh, next time uh, your hand awkwardly moves onto one. Uh, yeah, yeah. At a glance, you can't tell it's Jesus's foreskin amongst yeah. all of the lumps of chewing gum. Look, uh, uh, I touched something weird. Perhaps greasy. <laughs> Eventually, this penis flap was discovered and brought back to the local church. They're like, I don't know. We had a bunch of stinky Germans in this cave. Uh, let's see what they left behind. <laughs> Some dumplings? There's like a bunch of adults in a church right now, and some guy goes, I got a job full of oil and a cock. And <laughs> there is 20 orphans outside going, help, we need refuge. There are people trying to rape, murder, and starve us to death. And they're going, go away. We're trying to figure out what to do with the calamari. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? It's Dad. like when you're playing like an MMORPG game. And, like, a, a, a seemingly key character drops, like, a mystery key item. And you're just like, what the fuck is this, like, loot drop? And then you just spend the next eight hours, like, dicking around yeah. with something that doesn't work. Well, they did yeah. Foreskin. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. old thing? I had that laying around forever. If you want it. So this was the, the Foreskin's new home. Calcutta, Italy. Ooh. Where it remained there for centuries. Many pilgrims would take the trip to Calcutta on the day of the circumcision. And the the Pope actually made it almost like a Pokemon Go stop, where if you visited the church in Calcutta, you would have all of your sins wiped clean. I gotta go there. Oh. Mm. It's like, yo, check out that chair. You see that skin in there? And now you don't have any sins, you idiot. What, you kill someone? No, don't worry about it. Did you see the skin? (laughs) Can I still see this skin today? Well... I, I'm I, getting we, there, we're Mike. Not that far. Mike, you're 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 like the opposite of me. I want to see this skin though. Now I I'm future intrigued. predict, and you just rude. So rude. So impatient. What I do rude. Asking questions. Asking questions. Mike's just anxious for that Jesus penis. But I, I want to get. I mean, I'm in. I'm, just, I'm interested. Genus. You do want to know if <laughs> if you see the skin, you got no sin. That's the the line they pitched you like. They they put that in the fortune cookies back then. Right, so it used to be this really holy thing, and the fact that you could just see the foreskin and all your your sins go away, right? But as we all know, and we've been doing it the entire episode, foreskins are funny. And they can be pretty sexual. Ask our girl Agnes. You know? I guess so. I don't really know. Oh, no. I, I don't know. Well, you can't dock with someone if they don't have, if one of you doesn't have a foreskin. Well, I know it's really, I know this is very personal and not everyone wants to hear this, but um, I've never seen my penis. So I don't know if I have it or not. Uh, Oh, really? I'm afraid of it. So I don't look down. I don't like heights and I'm really tall. So I've never seen it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he just blacks out every time he looks down. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. So I don't know what to tell you. I wish I knew what it was like to have a foreskin or not have one. So the Roman Catholic Church was starting to get sick and tired of all these people making jokes about Jesus's foreskin because you know 
It's funny. It is very funny. We're You're doing right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I imagine like people in the 1800s go into like this Calcutta in Italy being like, this is Jesus' dick in there. Look at Jesus' dick. <laughs> I've got I've got Buddha's hymen in this glass jar. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like a grape skin. Is that what that looks like? Either way. Good day. Travis, continue. I'm sorry. I have mentioned this to you guys several times. I've been drinking all day. It's yeah. fine. If you no, find me to be interrupting too much, please call my lawyer. Come so, in, interrupt me, baby. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm about to Ah, oh, yeah. I'm about to park my foreskin in your Salino and Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Barnes. Wow. So, in the year 1900, Woo, Pope, year. Pope Leo the Thirteenth laid down a decree that if you were caught writing or even speaking about Jesus's foreskin, you would be <laughs> excommunicated. So, congratulations, boys. We are all excommunicated, probably for like the fifth time on the show. Leo, (laughs) brighten up, man. There's other things more important than Jesus' cock. I just want to see it. Don't don't you love Jesus for his brain? Yeah, eyes up here, ladies. Eyes up here, ladies. Jesus' brain, dude. You see this fucking mane, man? See this hair? He... He'll forgive your sins. Don't worry. You can do whatever you want with Jesus. Walk out there feeling real good the next day. Yeah. That's probably the best one night stand in the goddamn world. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do all the dirty things. Put fingers in places. Dude, he can walk on water, man. You can yeah, fuck on crazy. top of a water. You can fuck on a water. I gotta learn how to do that too. Walk on water. Yeah, that's oh, right. Doing fuck on water. Okay. <laughs> the foreskin remained in Calcutta. Um, <laughs> And it still was brought out every circumcision day. And I think the Pope just kind of made an exception for the shitty town. He probably realized that this rotting piece of flesh was their only pride and joy. So he's like, you guys can keep doing you. I won't excommunicate you guys. But anyone else, don't talk about the The state's largest yarn ball didn't work out for you. (laughs) So yeah. Go ahead and play with Jesus's foreskin. <laughs> then the fateful day Uh-oh. or year, I guess, because I don't know the actual day. 1983. Oh. <laughs> Fucking 80s. A lot of days in that year. Yeah. For whatever reason, the priest Don Dario decided to take the foreskin out of the church reliquary, put it in a shoe brought box and bring it back to his house. I'm not sure what he was doing with it. Maybe he was trying it on. I don't know what he was doing, but like trying it on. <laughs> but yeah, you know how you chest. kind of like when you buy bugles, you put them on the end of your finger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at me, Dude. I'm a Jesus. He probably was eating a bugle when he decided to do that, to take it home. He was like, This could be an adventure. <laughs> a holy adventure. So anyway, this dude, Don Dario, was out at the Vatican. Remember, it's only about 20 miles away. He goes to the Vatican for a day trip, hang out with the Pope, see some cardinals or some shit. I don't know. When his house was broken into, he returned to his house and saw his front door open, and he goes inside. He realizes that nothing in his house had been stolen, but then he says, oh, wait, and he looks in his wardrobe, opens up the shoebox. The foreskin is gone. Whoa. He sold that shit. That's that's up. the story when someone sells things or 
loses loses it on the metro. Now, Tom, this is going to tickle your 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 conspiracy bone here because there's a lot of different ideas of what could have happened. Okay, give it to me. Now, officially, the newspapers reported that the full foreskin had been stolen by Satanists who were going to use it on a black mass. Fantastic. How are your sources? Have you checked your sources? Are these good sources? A bunch of Nurgles being like, I I got fucking foreskin. I, I have wanted to sit in, observe a black mass for quite some time. I'm not interested in Satanism, but I want to see how people act. Right, oh, like a satanic <laughs> ritual, or something? yeah. Like I, I don't really, I don't get Satanism. I don't believe in magic, any of that dumb shit. I have been to so many bars and I have been to so many parties that I just want to see how these weirdos be at it. Does that make sense? Just go on Craigslist, probably find one. Right. So I'd be very privileged to find out that that was in fact done there because that's an interesting story. Uh, I like to. I wonder if they have like like rubber chicken versions of the foreskin that they use. Uh, right, like oh. I mean, if I if I may, the rubber foreskin could probably be ordered at uh, Olive Garden. Uh, yeah, perhaps Calamari. by the dozen. Oh, I'm so hungry. Think about Olive Garden. <laughs> I've never even been there. But I just heard they got breadsticks and shit. Mike, when they open again, we're gonna bring um, we're gonna bring our whole families there. I heard it's like because the- when you're here, we're your family, so we can make it official. <laughs> Cousin. So- so was this foreskin actually stolen? Well, the National Geographic documentary that I watched called The Quest of the Holy Foreskin, oh, no. <laughs> besides being one of the most awkward documentaries I have ever seen, the dude that leads this thing is so fucking weird. You can look it up on YouTube and watch it. It's about an hour long. I'm it's- doing it later. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm oh. in. I'm, I'm already sold. Thank you. <laughs> Um, he interviewed a bunch of the old folks in Calcutta, and the people believe that the foreskin was not stolen by Satanists, but in fact, it was either sold by Don Dario or the Vatican had taken it back and locked it up in their massive archive. No one gets to see it. I, I could buy both of those, and this isn't like a democracy or whatever, so sure, <laughs> both, sure, both of them. I I would sell really any foreskin that I uh, could find of value. Could be Jesus's. Yeah. Could be a guy named Derek I've never met before. It doesn't matter. If someone wants to buy it, I'm selling it. So a a few, there's one guy, because they're very careful about who saw this thing. There was one guy who actually (laughs) took a picture of the, like, weird jade thing that it was in. Like, it was kept in this, like, weird, looked like a trophy, like a kid's, like, trophy and they didn't upgrade to a mason jar very right (laughs) but one of the people he entered one of the townsfolk who had actually seen the foreskin through the glass described it as a quote little booger (laughs) (laughs) holy foreskin wait so it's called the holy prepuce sorry i just had to look it up yeah i mentioned that you did okay i have as you mentioned that i mentioned so many drinking But so in this documentary, they said that it was taken back. One of the things they they were uh, concluding here was that the Vatican took it back because, as you see, there had been many breakthroughs in the 80s in DNA. And of course, the foreskin would have the DNA of Jesus. So if somebody got their hands on Jesus's dick, 
they could figure out all sorts of things about him, his skin type, his like height, his hair color. They could even clone him. We oh. should have Jesus with a sheep because I think sheep are easy, right? That's why they call yeah. him Sheep Jesus on the house right in front of your very eyes brought to you by science. Here you are. Your <laughs> faith is now confirmed extra. Watch as this beast gurgles to death for the next six months <laughs> in the Vatican Jesus. Square. <laughs> Hell, we'll even bring it to St. Mark's if it ever stops flooding. It's a traveling circus act of all kinds of holy, holy reliquencies. Is that a word? It doesn't matter because you're going to buy it. You it's know, cost two you know how, trillion dollars. You know how they made that one monkey glow in the dark because they like put the, the, the jellyfish jeans in it? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Do you think we get a glowing Jesus? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think. Did you see the peelable sheep? Peelable? No. Yeah, you don't, like, they're making sheep. You don't need to shear anymore. You kind of just, like, pull, like, like, shark them. You just, like, fucking, like, magician table, like, cloth. Oh, fleece dude, off of them. No, no. Perforated wool. The worst part about that is that I know that the intent of that is to help people who shave sheep to make yep. wool and stuff, and those people are probably sickened by that. They're like, no, I didn't ask for that one. We sure <laughs> as shit didn't ask for that. Who is that helping? We want to shear our sheep, goddammit. We don't want this fucking sorcery. Well, this isn't craft singles. This is sweaters. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe they could do that with Jesus, but just with his foreskin. He could just, like, peel it off, and it grows back another one. So no, that's, that's, like, have counterfeit. that's yeah. like when you're buying a bad gift for someone. That's what that reads like. You know when, like, all right, so, Mike, you like skateboarding, right? Yeah. So let's say uh, I had no idea what skateboarding was, and I went to Walmart and bought you a skateboard. That's what that is. <laughs> Except I did it with genetic engineering. <laughs> I throw it out. Yeah, exactly. You throw it out. It's a terrible idea. So, Mike, you've been a little bit quiet. I know you're really bummed out that you can't see Jesus's foreskin on your next trip to Italy. I know. I kind of want to see a Jesus hologram like they did Tupac. That'd be cool. That would be pretty cool. And you see his foreskin three, like, it's like kind of. What like, a hologram foreskin? Yeah, yeah you can do like that. <laughs> I go to that. So I have good news for you, Mike. Cancel your trip to Italy and buy yourself a ticket to France because there's another legit foreskin. What? How many Two legit skins. foreskins can there be? Well, I mean, there's about 16 foreskins, but this is the other <laughs> foreskin that has some credibility and a historical significance. Oh, I, you know, if if back in Bethlehem and Nazareth when Jesus was born, if they had Pringles, they would have called him that because you could have fit your whole forearm into his foreskin. It was long enough to divide into several regional-based foreskins. Holy fuck. Do you know why Jesus liked the, was popular with the ladies? Big dick. Because he was hung. If you think Danny D is something to look cross. at, you have got to check out. On <laughs> the cross. Jesus Christ. Hanging on the cross. I mean... I think the reason that guy gave him the spear is because he was he was kicking himself up. He was keeping himself yeah. supported. The guy, had, the guy had a muscle cheating. Yeah, they're like, ah, get rid of some of this blood. He's keeping himself kicked upright. <laughs> so uh, there, this will take some of the blood out of your cock, <laughs> Mike. Congr- I gotta congrats. draw that up. That's oh. a great. That's a great imagery. Uh, <laughs> a great imagery. Yes, it's the best one. Mike, I'd like to so, see that. So congratulations. There isn't a, another foreskin you can 
see I'm in so France. I'm so happy right now. I can't now, wait to see the skin. I, I know. <laughs> you can tell. Can't wait to see yeah. that French foreskin. He wants that skin. The skin. So you see, some people believe that when Charlemagne handed over the foreskin to Pope Leo in 800 AD, he did a little old switcheroo and actually given some random ass foreskin. I don't know where he got it. No, but you can't say an- random foreskin. Another foreskin to the Pope. <laughs> and that, that imposter foreskin was the one that was in Italy. The one that got stolen. Whoa. This is ridiculous. I don't even <sighs> want to finish this episode. I just want to talk about places we can put foreskins. <laughs> Charlemagne's like, fooled you, you idiot. I actually have the real foreskin. And so he rides back off to France after becoming the Holy Roman Emperor. And on his way, he stopped at the Abbey in Conch, France. And it was like, yo, you guys, watch this foreskin. This is yours now. Watch it. <laughs> look, look at it. Give it eye. Don't talk. And that Just is look. that is where the foreskin is today. This version of it is in Conch, France. Um, if you go there, you can go to the reliquary and see the foreskin. Well, you can see a solid golden box. Oh, you can't look inside? Yeah, there's no glass on this one. What the fuck? The church said that it had done an inventory check in 1952 where the it's box was there. opened and they confirmed that there is still a foreskin, but they will not oh, open good. the box for you, so inventory. you're going to have to just have faith that there's some Jesus could you in there. could you imagine you're just taking the word two guys running through the uh, the warehouse of the Vatican, going up and down the aisles, going all right, we got the the the, the shroud uh, the shroud with Jesus on it, whatever it's called, got that <laughs> check, okay, moving along, okay, we got the we got the um, a replica of the Holy Grail, fantastic, move along here, that's just fine. Oh, I got that dick in a jar, <laughs> yeah, we got this. Okay, that's fine. Hey, what are you doing after work today? You want to go fucking uh, molest kids with me? Yes. Okay. Let's go <laughs> molest oh, kids now. I think Woo! everything's here, right? That foreskin really uh, turned let's me go. on. Oh, hold on a second. I got to do something with my gum. Oh, you, we got that box. <laughs> We're not open that for 100 years. That'll be a good joke. Yeah, no one will know. <laughs> no, it turns out that Jesus was half zebra. <laughs> what? Jesus, this is Bazooka Joe. <laughs> Big League Chew. Did you know that Jesus had a, 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 a record-breaking career? I'm talking about 700 home runs over the big green wall one night. Wow. Ridiculous. Oh, that would be so good if they actually opened that box and like did DNA testing. It's like, this is fucking... Hubba this bubba. is Strident. <laughs> this is the worst gun. This is this is, this th- is big red. <laughs> it's it's bright red, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> this is this is a uh, a dollar store knockoff of big red. Sugar free. That's how cheap we are. We're we're doing it well. Jesus, can you please forgive us? Travis, can you please continue? What's that in your mouth, Mike? What what are you chewing on? No skin. <laughs> All oh. right. Wow. Segway. Remember who we were originally our main subject, Miss Agnes Bland Beckin? Uh-huh. Sure. Right. So we were just all the way in the eighties. Now we're gonna zoom back in our little magic school bus. Merry uh, Christmas. In our magic bang oh, bus. Oh no. To <laughs> in our magic bang bus, we're going back to the thirteenth century oh. here. And we're gonna keep talking about our Jesus foreskin gobbler. <clears throat> so 
as I mentioned, this source is just like all these random visions that Agnes had. There was no real chronology to it. It's not like our usual episodes where it's like, and he was born, and then he got married, and then he touched his penis in a weird way. To be fair, we don't do a good job with anything on this show, so I don't know if anyone's familiar with it. (laughs) So I'm just kind of going to go over some of the stranger visions that Agnes had um, that I read throughout the book. Now, first off, to add to the... Remember I mentioned there's like kind of the main school of thought was that she was this sexy nun, and then my school of thought is that she's a bloodborne hell monster. So to add it to the bloodborne hell monster thing was that Agnes was very into self-flagellation. Oh, yeah. What that's, does that mean? Um, she, that's beating yourself with a whip. Oh. To, to show God... whipping. All like in Da Vinci Code, that fucking dude's like, I love Jesus. And he's like beating the shit out of him. Was yeah, that, Mike. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's, or that yeah. might have been Angels and Demons. Oh, maybe Angels and Demons. It doesn't matter. Uh, that, you Tom got Hanks. It. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom him, Hanks. Yeah. Him, Dan Brown. Him beating himself with a volleyball for nine <laughs> hours. That was fucking hot. That was great. Yeah, so she would stay up all night flogging herself thousands of times yeah. all while starving. The entire night, just whipping. That's so weird. All right. I know this is a long time ago, but I know everyone here has dated a girl or two from Brooklyn. Oh, it's yeah. not that far off. It's <laughs> not, <laughs> right? It's well, Those kind of sounds... It would just be an eating disorder nowadays. Well, it's an eating disorder, and it's just like, um, you know... I don't want to go down that wormhole of personal lives, but I will call- say that the, the average Brooklyn resident woman... Not all of them, of course, because there, there's many lovely people out there. No, I will no. not. I, would, I, I don't disper- dis- uh, besmirch anyone, but there are a, a certain type that date guys like us. Yeah. Oh, how dare they date things like us? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that's, that's a red flag. Okay, they said yes. <laughs> right, so this Brooklyn trust fund baby <laughs> starving for attention and actual food... Well, uh, she was half mad, w- and she'd go down to church to get that Jesus load. Now, but. I mentioned that she was probably hell annoying to be in church with, because besides flicking her bean, tripping out, and screaming, she would often run up to the altar and kiss it, which Whoa. was a huge no-no in the church. Yeah. No one was supposed to be up to the altar except for the priest, right. especially a woman. How old was she at this point? Um, she's like middle aged at thirteen. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> she I lives till I think seventy. So oh, there's oh. a big wide Agnes age. Yeah, I, we don't really know exactly how old she is. Gotcha. She's just she's just named Agnes, so just assume she's always like fifty seven. Okay. Yeah, heavy she, smoker or something. She came out yeah. hot but full of wrinkles. Oh, like and there's no body. there's no shaking her out. There's no jiffy pop that's gonna round her out. Agnes also used to get very angry and belligerent if the preacher or priest joked at all during his uh, sermon or to his congregation. There's no laughing because this is the time where she gets God's dick in her mouth. Right. Did she ever call her (laughs) Eucharist the money shot? (laughs) That priest like, "Uh, here you go. Yeah, just Just shoots it in her mouth. (laughs) Could you hand it to me stuttering a bit more, perhaps on your tippy toes? (laughs) 
So you know how the priest washes their hands with holy water when they do communion, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been to a church in a while, but don't they wash yeah. their hands? No, they I don't. don't. Um, I have a story about that, but it's not worth it at the moment. <laughs> I think you've told it where I the guy I was have... mic'd. Yeah. They mic'd in the bay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was lar- All right, so yeah, real quick. He, uh, priest, pack church, St. Pat- Patrick's di- Diocese. Uh, you can check that out. Oh, my God. Full full church. Um Priest has to pee. He pees. He's laved up. So everyone hears him <laughs> peeing in the echoey bathroom. And uh, he did not oh, wash Jesus his hands. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, my mom, I bring this up to my mom uh, fairly, pretty much every time I see her. Um, and she goes, well, they could have turned down the mics. And I go, Mom, that's it's that, it wasn't church. Christmas that day, but that was better than any Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing. And it was very funny to watch the people line up because there's two, there's a priest at the front, and then there's also a uh, a Eucharistic minister who will also <laughs> help give the the the, uh, the the Eucharist out. You know, shove your shove your writs in. Yeah. And um, man, there was a lot of people who chose to go with the Eucharistic minister that day <laughs> uh, down the main aisle. There's several aisles, but down the main, yes. Um, so that guy, I think he's dead now. So let's continue. <laughs> Well, apparently, uh, priests used to wash their hands in holy water. I don't know if they still do in certain situations um, before they went did communion. Agnes would, after this dude, like, washes his hands in the holy water into, like, you know, they don't just pour the holy water down a drain. It goes in, like, a bowl or something. Yeah. Agnes would run up to it and drink the water that uh, the no. priest just washed his hands with. That's hot. My God. Like Remember, this is duty times, too. This is, this is Call of Duty every day. What what is she? I mean, I I only have like this kind of behavior. I only have porn stars to reference for. Like, what is this Tory Tory Lane running in there trying to get every last drop? What is going on? Here? <laughs> this is like who behaves like this? In an Xbox park. This is alarming. Apparently, what are you? What are you? What are you, Sarah J? Trying to get every last dribble out of it? <laughs> trying to make everything work for for the like I said before, the money shot. Very important. Can't mess so, that part up. Agnes started to get visits from Jesus, Mary, and the whole gang. <laughs> the whole gang, like Scooby Doo and Shaggy, <laughs> yeah. are fucking splitting a sandwich in the back seat. Oh, you yeah. motherfucker! Oh, like, hey. like, yeah. What is she imagining being, um, like, in that Da Vinci photo of the Last Supper? Photo, uh, painting of the Last Supper. Does she just imagine herself being gang banged in that? It's before, oh, that, before that, Tom. Uh, Tom, jumping the gun right here. Yeah. Oh, holy I, man, I, I Tom. Tom. Holy right. man, Tom. Holy man, Tom. The father, son, and the Lexington Steel. Let's go. <laughs> so in her wow. encounters with Jesus, things started to get more and more risque until a naked Jesus started visiting her in the church and sometimes in her prayer chamber Whoa. at this like uh, nunnery place she was at. Mm. And he's, uh, Jesus is probably like, yo, you the babe that's one licking my foreskin? Just some dude with long hair, probably. <laughs> yeah, just some homeless man who didn't even speak her language. <laughs> yeah. <was> like, <laughs> she's just, she's <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get this guy right now. Get oh. yeah, a smoker voice. Uh, Jesus was not always the loving God that we usually see nowadays. In her visions, naked Jesus would sometimes be carrying an axe or a sword, and told her that he was going to murder a bunch of Hungarians. Wow. Which now- the yeah, <laughs> that's pretty extreme. I, axe or sword, and is very anti-Hungarian. 
Well, uh, the the Austrian Austrians at the time were at war with the Hungarians, so he's probably like, "Yo, check out this long ass sword, babe. I'm gonna go fucking hack some Hungarian heads off." Want sex? She's like having Jesus uh, uh, Viking wet dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you what? ever have those, Mike? <clears throat> um, once. That's that counts. That was pretty weird. Imagine that meeting a guy who's. I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> naked, all the way naked. I, yeah. I, I, I saw you in here. You're looking at my foreskin. I was paying attention. <laughs> Look, I love to uh, do something with you, right? but I gotta go kill these Hungarians. So what do you say? We just like hit up this Motel Eight, and I'll rail you uh, out. Uh, I'll pay for it and everything. Don't worry. Just I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be gone when you wake up because I gotta go kill Hungarians. Okay. You all right with that? You wanna just bang out? Yeah, I've so, heard you. Okay, let's do it. I am Jesus. Woohoo! So sometimes Jesus would appear no. naked, but he would look like one of the aliens in the I'm Blue Abadi Abadi song. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he would just be a blue There's Jesus. always a catch. Hey, it's I me. I just it. shaved my body. I was thinking about you, actually, because Hungarian girls are not very into blue guys. But I, you know, I do what I want. Like, I was looking at a plum. I was like, I kind of want to be more like that. This is what I look like now. So, yeah, no, he wasn't trying out for the blue man group. This was how she thought he would have looked on the cross right when he started to rot before they pulled him off of the cross. Right. Right. Yeah, you turn blue when you're oxygen deprived. Well, you know, it's not because I haven't been breathing. It's because, you know, working out so much. Occasionally, when she was real lucky, she got to shotgun the blood out of Jesus's hands and feet holes. Oh, stigmatas. That sounds like Yeah. What could go wrong here? Probably tastes good. It's like wine, right? It's getting fucked up. Great point, Mike. (laughs) This is what the motherfucker's been teaching all this time. If you got to shotgun someone's blood, it better be him. Some of that sweet blood. (laughs) Oh. Now, now again, you might be thinking, (laughs) Travis, again, you're like, you're just making this things super sexual because you do that yeah how can i trust you that you know right i can't believe that she's actually thinks that she's like fucking jesus and is going wrist deep in the church right like you know am i uh, i wasn't thinking that but thanks for putting that in my mind also how much of your body did you shave before this episode all of it I, thought I so. need to be smooth. I need to be smooth when I do I, this, so I, the words can flow off my chest better. I see. I see eyelashes still. <laughs> no, I'm talking about body. I don't count his head. His head is always hairy. So here is here is some proof <laughs> that I'm not lying. Here, she mentions that she. Whoa! Oh, oh man! Jesus hit me. There we go. Hit me right there. Give me there a cock Jesus slap. Went. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. So she mentioned that her flesh was being tempted with the spirit of fornication. And occasionally she was visited by the devil. Now, the devil in her description sounds like he was straight out of Judas Priest, uh, complete with uh, tasseled leather armor, hooves, and a beak. Okay. Now. Griffin devil. Okay. So this obviously is not to to, to be an asshole or sound like anything, but now you you got a Jesus. Who's like, oh, saw blue, pretty ripped, got sword. And then you got Rob Halford coming in there, and he's not really interested. He's just like, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, Rob Halford's gay. Like, like yeah. he's not interested in this woman. He's doing his own shit. Right. Like, why the hell? You know, oh, you, and then Rob Halford came in and tried to look at me. He was probably asking if you are right. He was yeah. probably saying, hey, uh, you look kind of uh, starving. Can I get you uh, food? Because I'm Rob Halford. I'm a millionaire gay dude who's not interested in anything sexually, but maybe everything with your well-being because I care. Yeah, no, wow. probably the double is just like, oh, you look like you're hungry, and there I saw a man in your window that was, like, stroking himself. Yeah, and I had to run away. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> so, yeah, she would see the devil, and she was said she was tempted with the spirit of fornication. Also, one of the priests at her church died, and the following day, uh, sh- the priest appeared to her naked. With a, surrounded by a bunch of naked virgins. Oh. How Muslim of, of him. Oh, God. Naked. God, God <laughs> damn it. Yes, we get it. The kids are virgins. Leave them alone. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> yeah. You sick fuck. Catholic church, please grow up. All right. So she watched uh, this priest play happy and enjoying the afterlife of uh, safe, non-hellfire sex with these virgins. Ooh. Because now he's dead. He can bang all the virgins he wants. He's, you know. I, uh, wow. Travis, you know, you said very Muslim of him, right? Like, well, is that the goal? Is that, I, I don't know. Roman Catholicism, it just guilts you into being empty. It doesn't keep you loaded with these, like, all right, when you die, go to Vegas, and all of the all the shit's on us. Okay, you. you gave us Look money, you ate the cracker. That's not what they do. It's just like big gut. So when you're in the ground, you don't disturb nobody. <laughs> yeah, but here we go. She's like, she's like, oh yeah, you when you die, you're gonna get fucked with virgins. Yeah, I mean that's I, the I one thing Muslims like got a on us. List. That sounds pretty sounds nice. like so much of a to-do list. It's just like, how many of them? And they're all virgins. All of them have no experience, is what you're telling me. That's that's what you're coming back with. Yeah, a I want to... A bunch wanna, of no experience having I, virgins. Well, I don't want to go to heaven if I can't have sex with a bunch of whores. How about a bunch uh sex with the 35-year-old gothy mommy types? You can be whatever you want. Sounds probably. great. Goth moms. Shout out to goth moms. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, getting black lipstick on your child. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. When So also when Agnes got horny, she or her spirit of fornication, she would flog herself until she bled. Oh, my God. So, yeah. But she's always horny, so it's just like when she's extra horny, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's worse. How did she and not look like bacon at this point? Yeah, right? Like, she also didn't, like, change her clothes. She didn't believe in material goods, like, very Brooklyn it. of her. Like, I don't believe in material goods. <laughs> I don't believe in material goods. I'll take a pack of American spoons, Oh, is that please? my problem? I don't live in Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah. If she would have done very well there. So at one point, Agnes believed that she had... Not really become the Virgin Mary, but was experiencing the Virgin Mary, In like going VR. through the motions. Oh, that's the best <laughs> Warner Brothers ride, experiencing the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was right next to Twister and yeah, fucking and- Epcot. Yeah, in 4D, just like the Alien ride, and Mary like comes up behind you, breathes, and like licks your ear. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you give birth to a to a god. Everyone gets their own son of god. <laughs> Imagine that. Just shitting. Oh, you got your own son of god. Now, if you want to keep it, that'll be twenty five bucks because it's part of the ride. It's got a picture of you. <laughs> Uh, here's Good, here's you and the Son of God you. going down the ramp. The I ramp. love Universal. I went to I went to Orlando last year before this whole COVID thing happened, and the whole place is a theme park. I swear to God, I was amazed with Orlando. I'm willing to move there at some point. I would go there because I want to be entertained. You walk outside of your hotel, it's not Disney, it's not Universal. There's a man on a bicycle. It's upside down. He's riding. He's juggling. Five dollars. He'll do that. With Tom, you I all love day. how much, how much. I love how much of a Disney boy you became after you went took that trip. <laughs> Amuse me once, shame on me. Right. <laughs> Amuse me twice. Take my life. Take me. Take me to hell. <laughs> take my money. Have it. I still don't like Star Wars, but all of a sudden Disney Springs seems like a fun place to go drinking. <laughs> Dude. That's the angle. You're so, a good PR man. You're a good spokesperson, Tom. Mm, as far as we know it, this naked Jesus was not real. Uh, but he could have just been a real dude posing as Jesus, which we've talked about. Um, but, I mean, we kind of believe that Agnes was a virgin, but at some point she believed that she was pregnant with the next son of God. Whoa. What Don't was her all? name? What was the name? Who did we uh, roast? That oh, I'm, Travis, you did the research. I'm totally I know blanking. Elizabeth something. Ah, uh, fuck! That was Scott. a really funny episode. I'm yeah, totally the, on that I can't person. remember the name of it. See, this the is, English lady. This is the difference between us and um, other podcasts: is that we have a life and we live it, and we forget things that we say. <laughs> We're not like these other podcasts who know everything about what they've been saying. Because they read off Wikipedia. Well, well, it was very important. I bought a book about it, and uh, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty funny. So she thought that she was pregnant and had, like, some weird, like, Discovery Channel thing where she could see inside of her body and described how a baby was created from, like, a piece of your heart falling through your stomach into your uterus. You can't disprove that. You that can't disprove that today. Me and Cody, obviously. Uh, Zwick, if you can pay in our two sentiments on that, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> I'll take hard right, please. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> she believed that she was pregnant, but she didn't really show any signs of it. And the way the book read, like, again, this is like weird, crazy readings from a mad woman. It kind of seemed like this pregnant experience happened all in like one time altering trip. Like, you know, when you get like really high oh, or something and you're like. Tachyons are involved. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she did have an interesting take on periods as she described them as cursed blood and would dispose of them in fire. Ew. Thank God. Ew, the smell. The smell, though. <laughs> the sizzle, uh, the, the, the farty, gulpy sizzle of period blood hitting the back of the chimney. It's pretty bad. That, and then it gurgles a little bit because it's Ugh. thickened blood. Like little. Well, you know, she scooped it out, too. This is before the cup and before like tampons and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, like a dog. She was like a dog in one of those like uh, you know those Kong peanut butter toys where they just don't know it's not actually in there anymore. They just keep scooping, and she yeah. she doesn't know that her body still has to or, generate some more. And it's gotta go through a process. She like, like she like 
bench presses with her feet like a cinder block and then just lets it roll off the tip of her oh. and <laughs> her in the stomach and it squirts like a quart of blood uh, to the back of the, the chimney. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's end of continue, Travis. I'm sorry. And of course, Agnes had a special view of heaven. Or actually three heavens, as was shown to her. That's cheating. It's like a little like three level house. Right. Do you think that that has something to do? Well, hold on. Why don't you tell Zwick, can you cut that out just for seamlessness? I have a question for Travis, but I want him to explain these. So hence the cutting out. Um, I didn't really explain the three heavens, but what's your question? Well, then leave everything in, (laughs) because I'm thinking, let's date back to early in the episode, where there was three, uh, rungs of, of, uh, nundom and monkdom and all that shit. Oh, monkdom. Now you Mm. have the bottom level heaven. That's for all the people who did it. The next one up, that's for the women who did it with money. Next one up, that's (laughs) men who are putting their dicks through the ceiling. They did it. So yeah, they, there is a hierarchy that I'm going to go into, but That's, it you was just, just said there was no hierarchy. No, no, no. But there was three there was distinct. Three. There was three distinct heavens with their own hierarchies. This is like some weird, crazy doctrine. Zwick, right? leave it in. I'm yeah. gonna let Travis talk. This is like this is like some weird, crazy doctrine. It's really confusing to read. There's like a whole section where Jesus is like I forgot what it was. He was like a blacksmith. A merchant and like a banker or something, and he was giving shit out to people. It's really confusing. Okay, really confusing. Love it. Yeah, and those were like the three heavens. But she did make it clear what happened with this whole hierarchy and what happens to sinners. What if you're a sinner? This was going to happen to you. Yeah. So if you were a sinner, like like a Jew or a sick or a sick person, Joe Biden. Yeah, or a sick person like a leopard, like leopard, like a leopard, like a like a leper, or if you were blind, or if oh, had, okay. or if you had any terrible disease or birth defect, you were a sinner. That's ridiculous, and I'll tell you why. Because why? Because why was it? No, it's not ridiculous. On second thought, fuck them. I'm dyslexic. I'm. A I, I'll take a non-ridiculous answer. Well, no, no. I mean. The issue here is that my gut reaction went with reason, okay? So I don't want to slow down this hilarious show we have with thoughts. I'd rather it be insane ramblings. So, Travis, (laughs) please continue. Uh So in heaven, the Jews were black, were burnt black, like in quotes, Ethiopians, and they were also blinded. So Uh we got racism and anti-Semitism going on right here. Real hard. Wow. um. Also, for the time, like I, I, I'm, I'm simply not woke enough to be mm. angry by that. But I will. What I will say is that it is neatly packaged. Well, don't worry because the people that claim themselves as woke, which we're going to go into, are very much into this woman. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Oh, because she sucked the dick of a trans man. But anyway, so Whoa. if you were a heretic or diseased like say you were born blind or you know you got leprosy or you were not yeah you were skinned alive oh and were forever running to and fro bleeding everywhere that's Easter lovely hunts, right yeah yeah Wait, well, they really did that shit back then well no this is no this is in her thought. heaven oh. in heaven so when you die you wake up and then goddamn uh, pinhead is going oh 
want to suck your dick off of your body. It's heaven isn't a like yeah. thing, though. Yeah. And he's got, like, the pins in his hands. It's like, oh, God, this is I like good. this heaven. Be really Yeah, what's bad. interesting, too, is that she doesn't call this as hell. This is, like, heaven. What this is, is like her hell? Tears, right? I know! Oh, her hell is probably, like, the living day. You know what I mean? Oh, right. She lives in hell now. That's a good theory mm. so, like, here. A, well, maybe a step I'm... up would be like, oh, yeah, it's kind of got its shit together because I'm in hell now. This would, I, I mean, I hate to break some news to you, Cody, and you might not subscribe to this, but that totally blows a huge hole in the theory of YOLO, which I know people really take to heart these days. <laughs> I love by it. Are you, are you breaking, breaking it down? All right, Travis, tell us more, please. I'm so speaking of Jewish people, Agnes believed that, uh, Agnes believed this, and she wasn't alone in this belief. Which I'm kind of shocked by because it's so stupid. But she said that, or this belief was that when Jesus was born, all of the Jews perished at once in fire and sulfur. Like when Jesus popped out what of the vagina. You, what do you mean? They all like took a trip to like the nearest fire and sulfur outlet house and just <laughs> dove in at the same time? Or they like Thanos snapped, poofed yeah, into they fire poofed. and brimstone. He was like, killed by Jews, though. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Right. So here's the thing: is like, it's all right. What? First so of all, they're all Jesus, new Jews. No, Jesus was Jewish. Neo Jews. Well, he was Je Jewish, and we Jesus we, I, was Jewish. He got yeah. circumcised. We went into that. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, if all of the Jews died, then why are there still Jewish people in our time? If all the Jewish people died, I don't know if we'd ever talk about Hitler. Right. Like, Who? wasn't that Ava his Braun's shtick? boyfriend? Get me. Yeah, Ava Braun's boyfriend. He would be. Um, just a blip in history. A, a, An a, artist, a probably. Really, probably a pretty good artist. Let's yeah. give him that. But he was a uh, terrible uh, man, and he was only terrible because of the Jews. Not well, the art school. Okay, so Agnes actually would pray part of her routine, which she'd pray over and over again, that this would happen again. That all of a sudden, one day, all these ah. sodomites and Jews would poof. As, <laughs> as a non-practicing Jew, I still think uh, and when I say no, I'm, I was raised Catholic. Just for anyone who's listening, I, or, but I got the whole Jewish side of the family. Mike, you know that. Yeah. yeah. You don't know anything about the dark side of my family, because <laughs> we hey. meet up in a cabinet, and we and we and we talk about how we're going to control banks. Um. So Shit. this is what we do. I know you're not familiar with that because yeah, you're, you're on the you're on the good side of my family. This is why I'm a perfect podcast oh, person because <laughs> you get both perspectives. You understand? No, but in all seriousness, um. Uh, they're still here, and haven't gone nowhere. Probably not going to poof <laughs> away anywhere. No, is, they're poof proof. I would say annoying at best. Um, it's it's not <laughs> it's, it's not so bad. They're like every other uh, ethnic group. They're just people. They're somewhat annoying, but overall not so bad. Eh. All people are annoying, but anyway, exactly. Yes, yeah, everyone's yeah. annoying. All I have yet annoying. to meet a person Some. who isn't annoying. In fact, I'm more annoying than most people. I think all you guys are annoying. I'm annoying, right? <laughs> Am I not you fucking guys, annoying? Yeah, you guys are. All I'm annoying. sure that everyone who listens to the yeah, show yeah, yeah. goes, "Oh, Some. Cody is fun. You're annoying, but you're not selling Cutco knives." That's true. Actually, my girlfriend Gabriella, she sold Cutco knives for two weeks. You know what they gave her? Forty dollars. <laughs> you got free knife though. Not a single knife. We had another family friend come by. Guess what? Not even Jewish. Selling Cutco knives over here at my house. You know what she did? She made $40 from us. Not even from them. 
I can't believe it. We told her to go away. Okay. What was that? So. (laughs) Okay. All right. So. I'm sorry. No, I want your, now let's weigh in, right? I, that whole question I put at the top. So do you think this self-flagulation, the woman that's against materialism, wore clothes, the same clothes every day, uh, raving mad trips, constant masturbation without cleaning, uh, talked about watching sinners being skinned alive. What is he talking about with this cleaning thing? All right. I don't know, you ever jerk off and just like be like, Pfft. yeah, but I don't think she's jerked off ever. She it's made fine. him Cody, jilled off. This is uh, bad. Jilled off, squirted all over herself. You know, you got to clean down. a little bit sometimes. Someone needs to freshen up. Well, I mean, it's easy because women don't come. So it's it's very easy. Well, oh, it's okay. Okay. Very easy to clean up because it's just putting your pants away. <laughs> yeah, Cody. <laughs> Cody, you can't mop up a sigh. Yeah. so all right with all those things i listed do you think that this is some nympho nun figure or a fucking nightmare on elm street this woman this is fucking ham witch she's part (laughs) ham yeah she's part like hog and part like witch just just different ghastly ungulate brood that is shit of horror tales yeah what what do you think she looks like mike uh like a like a dried up piece of skin yeah it's too optimistic (laughs) she she is not the the brazzers hot nun she can't be she stars herself every day and just that's a construct herself she's probably the ugliest shit well i'm just hot in that photo though i'm gonna change your guys mind right now you gotta be into this check this out so what i'm thinking is um that she looks exactly like Elizabeth Hurley. Okay. <laughs> Wait, right around like what is it? Bedazzled or what's around that bedazzled? One? Very hot lady, one of the, the hottest actresses in Hollywood. I know who that is. She was in with the uh, with the uh, with what was Brendan Brendan Fraser. Uh, what I was saying is that this lady Agnes looks like this woman, but her boobs have the texture of <laughs> Freddy Krueger's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's totally Elizabeth Hurley. That's really her, man. There's that's really her. No photo. Thread Eagle. Thread Eagle. <laughs> she's amazing actress um, because of her hotness, not because of her chops. You know, chops are something that men need to. Well, get. the accent, the accent helps too. Yeah, it's it's amazing what you. I wonder what she's up to nowadays. She's probably having sex with herself. As I Probably. would do if I looked like that. Yeah. I'd be so anyway, I have a bunch of uh, postmortem, but ask me the question. Cody, do it. How did this lady die? So Agnes tells her confessor that she suffers from loads of ailments. Uh, oh. Bad legs, digestion problems, crazy migraines. What you'd get if you starved and beat yourself to death. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bad legs. What I feel so bad. Mike, you have oh, the worst legs in the show. That's what this meniscus is fucked. I don't believe him. Well, I, I your doctor said you had the knees of a fifty-year-old, correct? Yeah, he was a walking clinic doctor, though. Right. I mean, he's still a doctor. Though. He's still a doctor. I mean, he. Uh, I had a walking uh-huh. clinic doctor said that I don't even have legs. <laughs> that I have golden pillars. 
I don't even think See, he I, looked at my leg. He, I think he just wanted to get me the fuck out. Yeah, he's like, you're young, you're so stupid. I got another yeah, fucking 20,000 people fucking see you. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking she might, maybe she had some, like, Jesus rug burn from being on all fours or something. But mm. uh, anyway, surprisingly, she died in 1315 at roughly oh. the age of 70. That's hot. Oh. 69. Oh. Fucking. That is a long, fu- yeah, probably sixty nine. You're right, Mike. Yeah, That's the official that age. Sixty nine. Nice. Called it. Historian right here. But uh, that's a long time oh. for someone that just fucking <laughs> destroys themselves. <laughs> She'd be uh, really rich today. She'd definitely have an OnlyFans and fucking dudes be eating that shit up. She'd forget yeah, about f- God and go. Yeah. Well, money is much cooler. Well, God it'd probably be the money. first uh, uh, Vatican-approved OnlyFans. I don't know about that. There's been several already. You have to look into them. The dark web. <laughs> They're all just young boys playing video games. It's not sexual. Uh, trust it's me. called Twitch. It's really <laughs> tight t-shirts on. <laughs> Shut up. Twitch, Twitch subsidizes. Or Vatican <laughs> subsidizes Twitch. <laughs> just boys doing jumping jacks. Andy B, let me know how you feel about that. Yeah. Being used. Yeah, well, uh, Andy B, can I get some Pope money? Yeah. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm too old for your Twitch games. I have so, too much knowledge and, and and burnt skin. So a lot of people call Agnes Blankin Saint Agnes Blankin or the venerable Agnes Blankin, but she has never been beautified or canonized in the Roman Catholic Church. All right, the first <laughs> saint thing I've ever heard them do. Well, right, I mean, she checks all saint. of the boxes for crazy saint she shit, right? Saint. You have to, like, see, no, like, a vision... We've talked oh, about no. this before, right? That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we've t- we talked about uh, the whole canonizing and stuff, and I think we've covered... How-, how many saints have we covered? <laughs> I feel like we've done a lot on our countdowns. Enough. Yeah, the, the countdowns yeah. get a lot. St. Kevin, the otter saint. Yeah, he is the, the best. And you did the one about the poltergeist guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Exorcist, yeah. Oh, Father Amor. Father Amor. Yeah, was he a saint? Oh no, he's not a saint. But Mother Teresa definitely ascended to that rank. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, Agnes checks all the boxes you need for saint shit, except she just hasn't been approved for the, uh, you know, sainthood. Could yeah. it be because she's a woman? Uh no. Because we have okay. lots of women saints. We have that Joan of Arc true. from the 1500s, right? That is true. Oh, yeah. Because so, she didn't do anything. She just jilled off to the to, to wood. Right. Uh, so she, while she is a very rare and fast... What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> they're no. doing a thing. <laughs> no. All right, hold on. Just they're for like, listeners at home, Mike like has been laughing each other's penises because I saved... I saved a picture that I wanted to send as uh, Agnes here that we're talking about, totally in context. And Mike saw my pictures, which are private, and he was <laughs> laughing at uh, all the Johnny Sins uh, <laughs> uh, PNG yeah, with right. the alphas oh, okay. that, oh, okay. that I have created <laughs> to uh, perhaps insert myself or him into certain situations. <laughs> uh, I'm just crying over here. Holy shit. <laughs> so while... Oh. So while Agnes is a rare and fascinating look into medieval womanhood, because it's uh, not that often that we see a woman being described from really anything in the Middle Ages, Um, I think it's pretty obvious that this woman was the outlier of what a woman was like because she was completely out of her mind. But 
Don't tell that to 1990s third ways feminists. And here's where the neckbeard thing becomes. You're going to call me a neckbeard because I'm going to go after fucking feminists. No feminist listens to the well, show. And, and, and no, no bro listens to the show either. We're fine. We're in the clear. So uh, these third wave feminists of the 90s claimed that St. Saint Agnes was a sex positive personality and her sexual sexuality was uh the classic story of a woman repressing herself which i mean there's some degree of yeah she's i'm sure she was repressed but like the woman's insane she's out of her mind she's no hero to anyone i mean if you really want someone to stand up to that ask them to go have sex with raw sewage in the street like their patron saint of fucking a lot and you'll see Whoa. maybe some minds changed Right, and also she is far from the model example of how a woman should behave. I mean, we've talked about her. Um, hey, oh, wait. Firstly, for all you um, slight feminists out there, how a person should behave. How a person should behave. This is not sexism. Although right. women should get, I don't it, mean- get it together. Stop bothering <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I meant... You know, this person's insane, and thankfully there were adults in the room in the 2000s and currently, and recently historians and other modern feminists have been like, uh, dude, uh, you realize that this person wants to kill all Jews, thought black people, like your skin color was evil, uh, actively uh, persecuted homosexuals, lepers, blind people, blind people! They can't see anything. <laughs> they, they, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, blind people. They can't see anything. Look, like uh, blind people are, um, they're forced to be terrible people to get what they want. Okay, right. So leave them alone. Right. Well, I, well, I get the whole thing of like, yeah, fucking must have sucked to been a woman, been a woman back then. I don't think that you should be like giving this crazy woman sainthood and calling her the model example of. Oh, what you should do. What did she accomplish? I believe that with to be canonized, you you have to have two miracles under your belt. She jerked off in a pew. (laughs) (laughs) She she miracles. She beat herself. There's no miracles involved with this woman. This is obviously like and also feminist. Do you really want approval from the church? Is that really the end goal here? Is this yeah, right? Are you going to make your own saints now? Are you going to model your version of the church after this version of the church? No, forget about it. It's the past. Grow up. Yeah. Uh, and th- uh, well, this was like a whole movement of uh, female Christian mystics that I'm sure we will return to. There is an actual saint called Saint Catherine that uh, I think we will will talk about in the future. But Ooh. that is. Yeah. Uh, Agnes Bland Beckin and, and the story of Jesus's foreskin. And with that, I wish everyone a merry crast mass. Oh my god! Travis. Thank you. So much coal in our stockings for this episode. Yep, I'm turned on. You know, what? I know. I, I gotta say, you know, I listened back to an episode recently. I don't remember which one because they they're they're terrible. But um, right. What I did get out of it is at the end of it, I apologized for going off on someone. I said something. I guess I was rude. Um, so I'm not going to do rude. that. If I ever it's apologize Christmas. again, you send me a nasty letter, and I'll kill myself. Or just just, just <laughs> do this. Just like at this Christmas Eve, just get all the apologizing you're going to do for the next year out of the way right now. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. 
Cody, take, I'm take, not take apologizing. I'm not. Seconds. I'm not a controversial figure. No, just, just I don't. I don't view myself as this. Listening back, I'm like, why do I apologize? I'm pretty run of the mill here. I think a lot of people uh, don't give a fuck about me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. with that, I don't see the reason of apologizing. Uh, Does that make know. sense? Stop apologizing. Well, that's I, what I'm saying now. Mike, now you're I get drunk. No, I'm not apologizing. I haven't said sorry to you. You particularly ever, but um, I'm it's, just, it's just looking fun. For... It's a Christmas gift I'm giving myself, guys. That's all I'm saying. I didn't get Merry Christmas, everyone. Christmas. You yeah. don't deserve anything. <laughs> You've been so bad. Merry Christmas, and uh, you know, Aww. instead of doing New Year's resolutions, now you know New Year's Day is the day of the circumcision. So why don't you just Chop cut some off. cut some tips off or something? Yeah, Give yourself we'll a tip and cut it off. You know, mm-hmm. spice yeah. things up a you little gotta, bit. And then you hang it hang it from the ceilings, and then when you meet somebody underneath it, you both have to dock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like that, dude. I like that. Uh, that's yeah, a, that's good. Christmas. Missile dock. Actually, it works very well. Phonetically, missile dock, and it does, it does because penises look like missiles. Um, <laughs> I think so. I actually haven't seen my penis in years, but I, I don't believe... Think I have. You're so I, tall. Yeah, I'm so tall. So tall. <laughs> when so I look down, I, I just can't look at my penis. Um, thanks for listening. This is our Christmas gift to you, is doing what we've been doing every week. Every week's <laughs> yeah. a gift. Every week is Christmas. Celebrate it like you need it. Celebrate it like, like um, uh, celebrate your life. Forget us. Yeah. We're, just here, we're just here to make it a little better. Living you know? it now. Please don't. Please. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Mike, how about you do a nice... Um, Bing Crosby style sign out Who on this. Who the fuck is Bing Crosby? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had an episode. Just, Have you just, done uh, Christmas before? I'm high. I'm fucking on. Uh, he's right, everyone. Have a good night. He's on legal <laughs> CBD. Rosemortem Podcast. Uh, dot com. Oh no, Rosemortemcast. Dot com. Excuse me. Patreon.com oh, no. slash Rosemortemcast. Travis Dunn made a shirt. He did it. It's and a good foreskin Hell yeah. Yeah. Thanks, so we, dogs. Wear it with your butt out. If you take a picture with your oh, butt out, no. I'll give you. I, I didn't get any of this merch. You guys never. Get as long as you're no. over eighteen, I get any merch. Mike, what? you get you get nothing for Christmas. Mike, I'm not nothing. giving you any merch, dog. You buy nothing. your own merch. No you're gonna stickers. like use it, and you're gonna turn the shirts into bongs for your little illegal you CBD you train or sex dolls. I was gonna. R- 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 <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's words, and that's the end of Thank our you, show. Jane, that's it. No. Thank that's you, Jane. <laughs> Good night. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. What?